Ethos New York Nick Podcast, Andre Galliber, uh, Candice Parker. I can spend a whole lot of time on it. Uh, Nick Twitter has <clears throat> taken care of that. But there's just one thing I got to touch on. Man. Listen, you know, misogyny is a serious issue in, in this world, not just this country. And it does need to be called out. And sometimes you have to bring attention to a topic and any opportunity you get. But it, it loses, I think it loses teeth when you accuse people of misogyny when it's not there. Just because, you know, a, a female may be involved. And there's a lot of people on Twitter saying that people are coming from Cand for Candace because she's a woman and they don't come from men the same way. That is a lie. That is not true. And I'm wondering who the people are, where you're coming from when you say that. Are you are you being honest? Is, is this is this really how you feel and you're just not informed? Or are you just using this as a platform? Because if you've followed Nick Twitter at all, then you know that there is a whole graveyard of analysts who have tried to come for the Knicks and Knicks fans have been up in arms about it. A graveyard full of them. And to to say that this is just about Candace because she's a woman is just like, it's just not, it's just not honest. Now, in the midst of all of this, there are some misogynists that will be scattered into the criticism and, and will go that whole misogyny route and come in for Candace. But that is not going to, that's going to be anywhere, no matter what it is. There's always going to be some doofuses in the group that are going to, you know, play that card. But that is not at all what people are focused on when it comes to what Candace said. And the same thing with Becky Hammond. And she was doubling down on something that Becky Hammond said. And she tried to double down, I should say, because it's not the opinion that's an issue. It's what is the facts that she used in the opinion, right? Something that's being glossed over. When Becky Hammond said what she said, I knew she said that small guards don't lead you to championships or something along those lines. And I knew that Isaiah Thomas existed in this in this multiverse <laughs> in, in Earth 616. I knew that, but I also don't think it's relevant. So people are going to pick and choose and they're going to say, oh, what about Isaiah Thomas? You're clearly wrong in what you're saying, blah, blah, blah. You can't go back 40 years to, to disprove her point. I think that's disingenuous. Uh, I didn't say anything when she had that opinion. I didn't necessarily think the opinion was, you know, I didn't necessarily even disagree with the opinion. I, I don't agree with it, but it's it's a legitimate stance, I, be, I believe. And, and using Isaiah Thomas as proof that that's not the case is not going to cut it, right? What Candace Parker did is she tried to double down on what Becky Hammond said by trying to use facts, and it wasn't a fact. And that's why she got torn apart. And that's the only way to slice this. Stop trying to make it something else. And I know I, people, you, you have friends and your friends want to defend you. The only person in the world 
who can say something wrong, and I will publicly support her in one way or the other. And by public, I mean not around family and close friends. I mean anybody else. Is my wife and my mother. Is maybe my sister. That's it. No, definitely my sister. That's it. Okay? That's it. This family, that's it. Not even my close friend. My close friend says something that's wrong. I'm just going to let him cook. I, I ain't going to say nothing. I'm not going to disagree. I'm not going to agree. I'm just going to let him cook. He's grown, man. He can defend himself. I, I'm not going to go on Twitter and put, and put my ass on the line if my friend says something wrong. I'm going to text my friend and be like, yeah, you said something wrong, though. You should probably just do X, Y, Z. Candace don't have no real friends. She does not. Candace, check your friends. You don't have real friends. Or you don't have friends that follow basketball. Or friends that read comments in your mention. Because if you did, you would have somebody tell you, yeah, you know, all of these tweets that you're sending out talking about your opinion and, you know, Nobody, you know, I talk about small quarterbacks and nobody comes from me. Like, all of this nonsense you're saying, nobody cares. They just want you to say that you were wrong by saying Jalen Brunson didn't play well against Miami. That's all they want to hear. That's it. You said something wrong. If your entire opinion was not based on that one fact, then you probably should not have shared it. But your opinion, as presented, was based on an incorrect piece of information and you're being called on it address that stop addressing everything else and stop defending candace by accusing everyone of misogyny by not acknowledging what she said was wrong and stop trying to belittle the criticism to just disagreeing with an opinion no that's not what this is stephen a smith gets criticized for wrong opinions he gets criticized when he says things that are factually wrong too Richard Jefferson, Kenny Smith. Remember, remember when Kenny Smith said that every time the Knicks step on the court, the better players on the other team? He got roasted. He went on Knicks fan TV and had to defend himself. And I, I thought, CP, you let him off the hook. CP, you admitted it too. You let him off the hook. You said Paolo Bancaro was better than Jalen Brunson. What are we doing here? He got roasted. If you, it's, Here's the thing. Candace... Stop saying you don't, she doesn't know basketball. She may not watch all the games. I, I don't. I don't believe the analysts. Not. I'm not. It's not just about Candace. I don't believe all the analysts watch all. The, they don't watch that many games. The only and he's not the only one, but of the popular of the popular analysts, the one that I know watches all the games is Zach Lowe. I'm not saying he's the only one, but I know he watches all the games. I know he does. The way he talks about when you watch Zach Lowe's podcast or listen to it, the way he talks about each team, the depth in which he talks about the team, you can clearly see he watches their games. All right. I know that Kendrick Perkins watches Nick games. He may not watch all of them, but I know he watches Nick games. The way he talks about the Knicks, you know, you know, he watches the games. A lot of these guys, I think they watch the games that are in front of them. I think they watch the games that are interesting to them. I don't think that they watch all of the games. And you, nobody can watch all of them. But enough of them to have an educated opinion when you're sitting in front of a television and you're talking about the team. Every time the Knicks are on TV, on TNT or ABC, 
the talk about the Knicks is is about their ceiling. It's not about how they're playing right now at almost at all. It's, it's not about what they're doing right now almost at all. They'll give like a little snippet and give, oh, last 10 games, they're 10 and 2 or blah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll give you a couple minutes on OG now. But it always comes down to, okay, what are they going to do in the playoffs? It always comes down to that. And what you think their prospects are in the playoffs. That's it. It always boils down to that. And the, analy- and the, and the analysis of it is never, oh, you know, they, they struggle doing this and they struggle doing that. No, it's Jalen Brunson is not good enough to be your best player. That's what it is every single time. And it's boring, and it's tired, and it's lazy. And that goes beyond Candace. And in Can- Jamal Crawford, I know he knows the Knicks too, by the way. And these guys get on the TV, and they're trying to speak as if they're experts on the Knicks. You might be experts on basketball, but you're not expert on the Knicks, clearly. It, it, I'm not an expert on the Knicks. I have some Nick expertise, but I'm not an expert on the Knicks. There are guys who have way more stats and analytics on the Knicks at the tip of their tongue than I do. That stuff tends to change over time. I like to look look at that stuff when I do look at it from uh, with, with a much larger sample size. And every time the roster changes, every time the rotation changes, that information changes. Right? You see Candace Parker get on there and try to give a a fact-based argument specific to the Knicks to double down on Becky Hammond, a WNBA legend, a basketball legend, who gave her opinion, another legend, I should say, because Candace is too. She tried to double down on her opinion by using facts specific to the Knicks and what they did in the playoffs last year and missed the boat. They were only in the playoffs for two rounds. If you were going to mention the playoffs, you had a responsibility to know what they actually did. She actually looked down at a piece of paper. Okay, like there was information in front of her. So either the information was incorrect or you didn't really look down at that piece of paper. You try to shoot from memory. And if you're going to speak about the Knicks and you're going to speak about the Knicks long-term playoff prospects, you have to know what they did in the actual playoffs. You have to. And for you not to know, it just means that you're just not, you're not privy to enough Nick information to form an opinion on their prospects. Because the team that went to the NBA Finals, played the Knicks, and and beat them in six games, went up 3-1 in the series. And you can criticize pretty much anybody who wore a Nick jersey except for Jalen Brunson. You can criticize R.J. Barrett. You can criticize IQ. You can criticize Julius Randle. You can criticize Thibodeau. You can criticize Grimes, who hit the side of the backboard, I think, on an open shot and how to stretch of that game. Right? You can criticize Josh Hart. You can go down the line. And you can use any of those guys' names because each and every one of them are still on the roster except for RJ and IQ. You can use any of those guys as, as evidence that they're not going to get far in the playoffs except for Jalen Brunson. That was lazy. It was lazy. Whatever research you did, blame the researcher, blame whatever you want to do. Admit that that was wrong. 
if you want to say you don't think they can get very far because Julius Randle turns the ball over too much and he doesn't perform well in the playoffs, okay. You want to say you don't think they're going to get very far because of Josh Hart? Okay. Don't say you're not going to get very far because of Jalen Brunson. That's lazy. That's lazy, and you were wrong. And all the people who are supporting you, you're wrong too. If you don't want to acknowledge that what she said was factually incorrect, when your entire mentions, if you spoke on this, your entire mentions and your comments are telling you exactly what Nick fans are beefing about, and you still don't want to address it, it's intellectual dishonesty, and I don't have respect for it. I just got to be honest. I don't have respect for it. I don't know if she's trying to pull some Trump thing where it's like, yeah, if I just don't address the topic and just try to give you some Jedi mind trick, a little sleight of hand and make you think of something else. Hey, whatever, man. You're not fooling nobody. You're not fooling anybody. So what's the point? Cut it out. It's nonsense. Nonsense. Nick fans got to stop looking to these people for validation. But it is needed when it comes to all-star births. It's needed when it comes to all NBA births. You want to see your guys, you want to see your guys rewarded for the seasons that they're having and acknowledged. But stop looking for real analysis from these guys when it comes to your team. You're probably not the only team that doesn't get real analysis. So stop stressing it. You're not going to get it. You want respect. You're not going to get it. Leave it, leave it alone. I tweeted out. The Knicks just got to go win the chip. Just go win the chip and shut everybody up. And then that's always a tricky part because everybody flips the script when it comes down to it. Because remember in that Cavs series, there were people who were picking the Knicks. And in the Miami series, there were people who were picking Miami. And then they don't win. And, it's, and then they go back to saying, oh, yeah, see, I knew they could never do anything. Cut it out. Okay, cut it out. The Knicks just need to focus. The players themselves, they have their they're on social media, which I'm, I think is fun as a Knicks fan, but... I don't think it's actually good for the players to be on social media too heavy. You get too high, too low. You know, Jalen needs to focus on what he needs to do. Julius needs to focus on what he needs to do. Uh, you know, it doesn't seem to bother Josh too much. It doesn't seem to bother, bother Jalen. Just focus on winning these games, man. Because you you on the proven grounds every single night with these folks. And none of, none of it matters until you go to the playoffs and you get the job done. And if you want to prove that Jalen can't do it by himself, if that's the argument that you're going to try to move the goalposts into making, okay, cool. Nobody else can do it by themselves either, so it's fine. It's fine. You understand that? It's fine. You know, Embiid couldn't do it by himself. Joker couldn't do it by himself. Stop it. So, all right, Jalen can't do it by himself. All right, yeah, and water's wet. Cut it out. Cut it out. And just so we're clear, for those of you who do not know, Jalen Brunson averaged 31 points, six and a half assists, five and a half rebounds on 50% field goals percentage in that series. You understand me? Eric Spolstra in the post games, he was, I'm going to paraphrase, he said, I don't know how this guy is not an all-star. I don't know how this guy is not all NBA. He's basically after each game saying, we don't know how to stop this guy. And you're going to criticize him for that series? Randall was nowhere to be found. RJ was up and down. RJ, RJ actually played decently in the playoffs. But RJ was up and down. Nobody else stepped up. Josh Hart couldn't hit a shot. Nobody stepped up. Nobody stepped up. Anyway, I said the whole show wasn't going to be about Candace. I lied. I lied to you. I lied to you. 
Knicks got Denver coming up. Listen to me. I talked about this before. Stop calling these games test games. Cut it out. They're not test games. Knicks are playing the NBA champions and they lose the game. It's not a failed test. Okay? It's not a failed test. It doesn't mean that if they play Denver in the seven-game series because they lost this game, they're not going to win the series. It doesn't mean that. Just like if it... Just like if the Knicks beat them one game in that series, it doesn't mean they're going to win three more, right? None of these are test games. Test games are media-created narratives that you guys have adopted because you grew up listening to it, all right? That's what a test game is. It's a media-created narrative. You guys grew up listening to people talk about test games, and now you've convinced yourself it's a thing. It's not a thing. It's not a thing because if they win the game... The next time they play a good team, you're going to call it a test game again. And then after that, you're going to call it a test game again. And after that, you're going to call it a test game again. It is, at no point do you actually pass the test. The only passing of the test is when you beat teams in the playoffs and advance rounds around. That's the only passing of a test. That's the only one. You're trying to get information to use to advance a narrative. That's what it is. If you're a Knicks fan and you support the team, they beat Denver, it advances your narrative that this team is a good team, is a championship contending team. But it's BS because you're still going to, next time they play a good team, call it a test game. So it's BS, even from you. And if you don't think the Knicks are good enough and they lose to these teams, then you get to advance that narrative. And then when they do beat a good team, you act like it didn't happen. It's all, it's all nonsense. If the Knicks lose to Denver... Right? Remember, the Knicks beat Embiid in Philly, right? So when they did that, that was a test game. They, people call that a test game. They they run. They pass the test. Right? But if they lose to Denver, it'll be, see, they can't beat good teams. Right? Because it advances that narrative. It's nonsense. It's all nonsense. It's all nonsense. Knicks beat Minnesota. That was a test game. They passed the test. But nobody's going to remember that when they lose to Denver. If, they, if the Denver game's a test game and they lose it, they failed it, and, and all of those pass tests don't count. It's nonsense. Get your head out of your butt. It's nonsense. Just win the game. It's a game on the schedule. It's a fun game. Call it a fun game. It's a good. You want to see how the team's going to match up against Denver. Okay, cool. It's just one game. It doesn't prove anything. It's just entertaining. If they beat Denver by 40 points, it would mean nothing. Does it make them NBA champions? No. It's just a win. Get it, a good win. Just win the game. Just win the game. Knicks need to win games. We talked about it last show. Knicks need to win games. Win them. Win them. Win them. Let's go. At Sports Ethos. At Ethos Knicks. Until next time.